Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of A Time with Essay. We are again here with Eno for another very, very scintillating topic. This time we'll be diving into a topic that touches a lot of persons, faith and logic. Are they compatible? Can you have both? Or if you have one, do you have to leave the other behind? Um, we are in a generation that a lot of persons seem to think that logic and faith do not go hand in hand. And um, the, uh, the older generation have the belief that sometimes logic and faith do go hand in hand. They've forced it down. They've tried to pass it down. Let me not use the word first. They've tried to pass it down to this younger generation, but it seems to not all go well with this younger generation. Now, we have Eno with us here today, and we'll want to dive straight into the topic. As someone who is also very, very religious, Eno, what do you think, or what's your opinion, what's your view on this? What's your take on this? Religion and logic, or we can use it interchangeably, faith and logic, are they compatible, or can they never meet? Uh, Well, in my own opinion, I believe that to answer the question, we have to ask ourselves um, the faith we are talking about. Are we talking about faith as in the religious faith okay, so or the linguistic faith? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, not, no, no, not linguistic faith as um, the definition of faith. I believe that's what you're talking about. Oh, well, I would. I want us to delve more into the religious faith. And I wouldn't want to narrate it down to any religion, but in some cases, because we are both Christians, it may seem as though we're narrowing it down to the Christian faith, or sometimes it may even be the other Abrahamic faith, Islam. Uh, so it's not going to be the definition of the word faith, the linguistic faith, but religious faith. What's your take on that? Especially when you see a lot of persons today, young ones, I personally have observed that they tilt more or they are, there's a lot of bias now towards logic cannot give rise to faith or if you are a reasoning person it should lead you to a conclusion that there is no God but have you always what do you what, what what's your take on that okay well I believe that there is a point at which faith and logic um, meet. I, I, I believe that um, the definition that people have given to faith today is not exactly what it is. For example, when some people talk about faith, and you hear them describe what they are, um, what they are, what they have faith on, you begin to see that their definition of it is not. Um, is wrong. For example, if someone says that they have faith that something will happen, or they have faith that uh, it will rain today, on what on what is that faith based on? Uh, on what is the faith based? I believe that for it to be called faith, it needs to have a basis, and this is where I feel that faith and logic meet, because logic is always based on something too. And faith, for, 
from your own perspective. Yes. Faith from your own perspective has to be based on something too. I feel the same. I, I, I feel the same way. For example, I believe that for you to have faith in God, definitely you should have seen some, you should have had some prior encounters that convinced, that co- would have convinced you to put faith in God. If you, like you said, then the person who has faith that it will rain or whatever, most likely may have paid attention to a weather forecast yes. that may have been right on some different occasions. Yeah. And based on that, to say, okay, yes, whatever this weather forecast says concerning this, I have the faith, I have the belief that it's going to be so. Or the person may have seen, um, or, or the person may have come out in the morning and seen the weather, the weather, the cloud, the cloud formation, mm-hmm. and then may have told himself, ah, it will likely rain. Okay. It may even drizzle, and then the person may tell himself, ah, it's going to rain today. Yeah. And they may have a measure of faith in that forecast. So that's that. To me, that's faith. And also, it is also faith when a weather a, a weatherman comes on the TV and tells us that tomorrow it will rain in certain parts of the world, in certain parts of the country, or tomorrow it will storm, or it will be dry. They have, the weatherman has never seen tomorrow before. So, but he's speaking as if he's sure that what he's forecasting will happen. That's faith too. And, and that's based on a lot of scientific calculations and all that that may have gone into the whole process to be able to come to that conclusion. Yeah. And then one can ask, is it logical to believe that he's right? Okay. And um, okay. Now, if we if we if we're to toe that line, is it logical to believe that he is right? It means that we'll be looking at it from this angle. Personally, uh, for me, let me not say personally again. For me, I would think that if there have been series of successful predictions then logically i should expect that this new prediction or this current prediction should follow the same pattern of correct Correct. predictions that have been made in the past and it's only going to be logical to say okay i will believe this person so logic uh, logic should be the basis for faith well yeah I, and I'm also trying to say that that's where logic and faith meet when I say okay. that time that. So, is there any, is there, uh, is there any, because I'm a person, I'm a big fan of faith based on reason. Yeah. Faith based on logic. I do not believe in blind faith. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in blind faith. Which is what so many people you understand. understand as faith. And which is what so many people also propound. They tell persons, this is why you should have faith. Where's the evidence that I should have for me to have such faith? Where's the reason that I should have? If my faith is not based on a the reason, then why should I have faith in the first place? Yeah. For example, I would want to cite some example, some things that have convinced me that faith is based on reason. Um, the case of the person who is called the father of all those having faith, Abraham. Jehovah made some promises to him before God made some promises to him when he told him to leave his father's land. And part of those promises were, just move and I will bless you. 
you made another promise to him that okay though you are old i will give you a child but were there promises that were fulfilled that would have given abraham the confidence the conviction that the ultimate promise which was that of a child was going to come to pass i believe that they were a lot for example at the time of his living here he most likely would have left without a lot of his properties yeah but progressively he saw that he kept getting richer and richer and richer, and richer. yeah and that was one of the promises that god made to him for me that's enough basis to say okay i was promised riches i was promised a child i was promised so so, so many things i have gotten riches it's just the child that's remaining for me that's going to be a basis for faith and when the child eventually came what the other experiences that the other events that transpired were examples to show that he had put faith not blindly but based on previous experiences based on previous fulfilled promises that had been made to him that's my own view on faith based on reason based on logic but I wouldn't know where people think that faith doesn't have to be based on reason. doesn't have to be based on logic. And um, if it's based on logic, as they say, or based on reason, then it is no longer then, faith. Then it's no longer faith. I, I, I think it's a, it's a problem with... Um, it's, a, it's a problem that uh, is associated with the, what we now witness everything is changing, ideas have changed, you know, this wokeness, mm-hmm. it has crept into, it has crept into religion as well. So now when you take what the Bible truly says, how the Bible, how the, how the Bible describes faith, true faith, when you take and compare it with people's words, what people now believe, you see that there's a very, very big difference. For example, I would like to make a reference to it uh, for anyone who's listening who is a religious person as well and who believes the Bible. The Bible describes faith. When, when, when defining faith in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 11, the Bible says, faith is the assured expectation of what is hoped for, the evident demonstrations of realities that are not seen. So, the emphasis here is on evident demonstration. So, this person is believing that something he is hoping for in the future will come to pass. But he is not believing blindly. His belief is based on evident demonstration. And that's why I like this. Um, I love this translation so much. It says it combines two words. Evident demonstration that is you do not just have the evidence lying around the evidence is there as a demonstration of something okay can i can you give an example of how this fits how you you could like a real life explanation of how someone could demonstrate this faith or could have such faith demonstrated in your life okay for example uh let, let us take uh a parent and a child. Okay. Um, if a child, 
if a child is uh, introspective enough, let us say it's in a child who is, is introspective enough to think on a promise made by his parents. Let us say his father told him that if you if you do well in, the, in your exam, I'm going to um, buy you a car. And the child knows that, or you know, has an idea of how much a car costs. The child may tell himself that, how can my father buy me a car because I passed it? But if the child goes back into his room and looks at and looks at the PS5 that his father bought him the last time he was able to uh, do something that the father considers you know very good a PS5 costs uh, a new PS5 costs like costs a lot a lot like almost a, a million naira or so you understand so that's 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 the, the so, child may consider so the PS5 that as a stands for the evidence demonstration. Yeah, the child may consider that as of the financial capability of, of his, his father, father to get him to get a him car. car, to get him a car. Okay, and um, he sees that as an ex- as if the P- if the cost of the PS5, if he has imagined that it's way more than the a reward for his passing his exams. He could also say that the yeah. father could decide to reward him with something that's way more than what he feels is a is a um, commensurate reward for passing his exam. That's that's you know that's that makes it clear to me. Now, but you, you see, as Christians, we both have this faith that the Bible is God's word. The yeah. Bible is true. Yeah. That there is a Creator. There's all that. The does faith make us accept everything, everything as it is, or should faith help us to dig deeper? When I say does it make us accept everything, then we just see it and say, okay. Um, as the Bible said, it's it uh, as the Bible said it is uh, said said it. That's how it is. I know we share some, we share a lot of belief, but I want us to dig deeper into some, some aspects of the Bible. For example, we have the case of the first book of the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, the first five chapters, yeah. talks on a lot of things from creation, from the first day and all that, down to chapter 5, chapter 9 and all that, the flood, the great flood and all that. Now, science, on the other hand, has come up with a lot of explanations to cast some doubt on what the Bible says. As a Christian, will it it be a sign of faith to say, okay, science has says that, uh, science has said now that humans or they were already animals close to hundreds of thousands or millions of years yeah. from before our time but the bible says that one day two days three days four days was yeah. what it took to create this earth as it yeah. is yeah. would we now say the 
Bible has said this. So whatever science says is wrong. What should a Christian, or in your own view, a Christ, a, because you have said faith and and logic, uh, they overlap yes. in some cases. One can't go with the other. Yes. So how would a Christian navigate such differences in on the same topic differences in evidence yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's part of the bible creation is one of my favorite um, it's one of my favorite part of the bible that i love to consider when talking about faith and logic in my, in my own opinion even at, even even with that um, example faith still works with logic uh, and here's how I see it. Yes, the Bible says the Bible said that um, God created. The Bible speaks of creation as if it happened in six days. Yes, it does. But what where logic comes in is a Bible student now asked himself: Is it logical for me to take what I'm reading in this place? Is it logical for me to take those six days as six ordinary days? That's where logic comes in for me, in my own opinion. Blind faith says, yes, God did everything in six days. Although they actually say that faith is blind, but if the belief is that God is all-powerful, yes. what stops him from doing it in six days? Well, logic stops him from doing it in six days. How? Now, is it logical that, that, I mean, come to think of it, it takes 24 hours for this, for the, for the uh, sun, or how, how do I say it now? For the, for, the, for the earth to turn on its axis yes. and record a day. Mm-hmm. It takes... 12 months for the earth to revolve around 365 days, or close to about 80,000 hours. Yeah, to revolve around it. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say is, it takes time for many, many things. Something as small as the earth rotating on the side takes 24 hours. Something as small as a year going by takes 365 or 80,000 hours. Those are when compared to. Um, creation and everything. Those are those are those are little little things. Yet look at how much time it takes. So my 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 opinion is this: God does not have to flex His power and create the earth, everything in it, in six days, when He can, when He owns time. He's not when bound he, by time. When He's not even bound by time, where is He rushing to? That He has to, you know. It doesn't make sense. So, in in, 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 in your own in, in, in your own perspective, because God is not bound by time, yeah. we are the ones that have to measure time because we are subject to time. Yeah. Then, besides, besides, sorry for cutting. No, 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 no. Please. Besides, uh, to take things a little bit further, when you look at everything on Earth, you see that nothing really, nothing really happens that fast. Instantaneously, nothing, nothing comes to life that fast. Um, women, women have to, women have to conceive. 
and then carry pregnancies for nine months. Not only humans do that, other animals too, even plants. Everything takes time to come about. So why would anyone take that part of the time as literal that the world was created just because God has the power to do so? No, I do not think it's logical. I that's where logic comes in. It is not logical at all. And it does not even it does not even um, when we when you go back to the Bible and you know, do some study, then you find out that even that that part of the Genesis, the creation story, when you read it well, when you study it well, you see that it does not make sense. You can't even draw the draw the conclusion from the Bible, from the Genesis, the book of Genesis itself, that everything happened in six days. You can't. A deeper study of that part of the Bible shows that you can't. I I I I agree with the logic based on um, evidence that we can observe. Everything takes time. Yeah, yeah. It takes process for a child to grow. It takes a process for even trees to get to maturity. Yeah. Everything takes time. And God said He's coming back to turn the in the Bible turn the world into a paradise. Right. Since how long have you been waiting for that? Okay. So that means it takes time too for that to happen. <laughs> it takes time for that to happen. So if we're going to, if you're, if you're based on that premise, then um, it makes sense that if a Christian or a Muslim or any yeah. other person digs deeper into some biological processes, observes biological processes, mm-hmm. observes environmental processes, yeah. climate and all that, we yeah. see that everything is a gradual process. Yes. So if, it, if someone who believes in God observes this fact, it will make it easier for them to come to terms with what science says as regards the age of the earth. Yes. yes. Oh, if science says the earth is over a billion years old, the Bible also says something like, in the beginning, in the beginning of what? In the beginning of the creative process of things in the earth. Yeah. The earth was was without any life. Yes. So how long had the earth been that way before oh. creation yeah. started? Which is why I said that so we, a careful study of the book of Genesis itself so reveals that, that in so many ways, in so many ways that scientific findings corroborate yeah. what is in the Bible. Yeah. I, 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 was, I, I was going through some other some articles some days ago and they made some statements about when man started making use of iron, when man started making use of this, when man started making use of that. Mm-hmm. And um, why science puts some of these dates as um, millions of years? Yeah. I wouldn't understand. I wouldn't know what the evidence is. They use carbon dating. Yes, carbon dating. And um, I think that's where it's going to be difficult for us to tie faith and science. Because religion will tell us that man has been on this earth for just about 7,000 years. Yes. Science will tell us that man has worked on this earth for, for close to at least hundreds of thousands of years. The dinosaurs, millions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man for like hundreds of thousands of yeah. years. But that's against what the Bible 
or that's what against what most religion would make us would want us to believe how do is that a point where science and faith science and religion diverge that would now say okay this is what the create this is what the um, god i believe in has told me at this point it doesn't tally with science so i believe what my religion says other than scientific facts that's an interesting angle to also look at because yeah both science and religion are dealing with history that they had no um, that they had no um, path in making you understand you have an opinion science I mean science I'm talking about the past no, no scientist was there when it happened and religious people too talking about the past but with, with carbon know. dating with carbon dating um, science has one of the arguments for science is its data is, can be checked the carbon dating could be done with more recent artifacts or more recent bones or anything okay. to give a precise time frame for example, if you do a carbon dating of uh, artifacts that were from the 14th, 12th century, artic- artifacts that you well know yeah. are from within that period, yeah. it has provided accurate data for artifacts like that. Well, so, when it comes to giving data on bones, on excavations of some other things, would we now say because it doesn't tally with what our religion teaches we are not going to believe the data that this same experiment this same process this experiment have provided in the past and that we have seen as reliable we do not say no because of my religion i'm not going to believe that no i wouldn't say so i wouldn't say so which is why i was making a point that both science and religion at that point are dealing with a time period which, which they were not in but they were not in and I also believe something I, there, there, there was a time I read about carbon dating and scientists who use it have come to the they all ag- they agreed that um, sorry can I check some information on carbon dating on your let me wait wait there's okay so uh, we're um, they are both dealing. They are both considering things that they have not things that I mean a, a period that they, they they have never been. And uh, about carbon dating, uh, well, uh, I would say. Even even scientists have said that they can't be hundred percent sure. Carbon dating is estimation. It's an, it, it, they are they are all estimates, and sometimes the estimates can be off. With uh, sometimes with a thousand years, plus or minus. So. For that reason, what I, what, in my own opinion, what I, what I, what I usually do is when I find this sort of convergence or divergence, I mean, when I find it, I focus on the point of it all. You know, 
we all agree that there was a past. Where there is a divergence is how long was it? So since none of us can solve that particular part of the puzzle of how long time, then I think we should just let it be. We should just let things be. Whatever has uh, the time that has come, history is like history is usually like that. And this sort of history, the sort of history we are even talking about, is such that it's beyond recorded history. So, well, a, a religious person, for example, we say that they are relying on the person who created those things, and then they will have a point. What would be the point? Because in that, in that, in in that case, yeah. the the person who created these things also created the laws that the scientists make use of that they have found to be accurate except we we want to believe that there is conspiracy for scientists to that they have decided that no we are going to give results or data that is going to be against the results and data that religion religion or religious bodies already have there's a, if we want to establish that there's a conspiracy to do that, it's going to be very far-fetched. But um, the rules that they follow to do the dating are physical rules, chemical rules, put in place by the one who created the universe. That these persons who are also religious, those of us who are religious persons, believe in as a creator. They are following not rules that they themselves set, but rules that this universe already has in place, physical and chemical rules. So, if they are following those rules and arriving at this result, why do we not trust them if those rules were also put in place by the Creator whom we trust? Why would we now decide that we are going to trust historical evidence alone and not trust scientific evidence that follow the rules put in place by the Creator? I think we can come back to this particular topic and um, we'll be a part two for this yeah. again so we could dive deeper into this. Yeah. Thanks a lot for your time. Again, Thank you, we'll see you next week. All right.